Welcome back to another episode of Marvel's Pack Fresh Podcast with Sketchcard Hive, Spidey Jew09, Elusive Collectibles, and Ginger Man Carts. You can find us on all social media platforms. Just type in Marvel's Pack Fresh. And we really hope you enjoy Marvel Pack Fresh content. Welcome back to another episode of uh, Marvel's Pack Fresh Podcast with Elusive Collectibles, Sketchcard Hive. Spidey Jew 09 and me, Gingy Man Cards. Hope you're all super well. Uh, we are here. We invite you to join us, join the pack for the latest Marvel card news. How are you doing, lads? How's it going? Good, buddy. Doing great. Doing great, man. I got, I'm just thinking that we're like the Marvel trading card headquarters, like right here, Pack Friends. <laughs> With the HQ, baby. This is it. <laughs> Four corners of the world. <laughs> Slightly yeah. rounded, a little edgy, yeah. but that's all right. <laughs> so um, we were just discussing before we, uh, before we come on air um, about a few certain sets. Did you want to set, uh, start with the set first? Or some shout outs. Or some shout outs. Yeah, or some shout outs. Shout outs. Yeah. All right, just you, you, you go first. Yeah, so look, um, you know, I think most of us here, I know, you know, you three guys, we we love to consume Marvel content. We, you know, just, you know, inspired by other Marvel creators, and and for me, like, I just want to shout out, you know, some of the some of the creators that I've been watching, and following on a weekly basis. And for me, this week, seeing what uh, what Billy uh, is doing at Watch Me Open over his channel every Wednesday, he's breaking a box for the community, a very expensive. Uh, endeavor to, to to give back to to the community to be a, to, to break a box every wednesday and then on fridays he's dropping his game show which me and sketch card uh already got to be a part of uh sketch card was last season's winner um i barely rounded out second i got you know, snuck in right there at the end but uh but it's a lot of fun but man watch me he is really committed to the marvel uh trading card community and really committed to create good content that we can enjoy so he is my my creator content creator spotlight of the week that's a good one that's a really good one uh, sketch. damn okay so i i should have gone marvel but I'm shouting out someone who, so basically a lot of us, since we are content creators, my pick was more along the lines of someone I look at that I inspire to have my wall more like and to have my regimen and I like the style, I like the clean, um, and my wall is not very clean on Instagram. <laughs> you know, I do the trifolds and a couple other things. But this guy, his name is um, Forced Moon Collectibles. And very cool in terms of how he organizes and what he shows. He's very specific. It's vintage Star Wars cards. And as you can see on his page here, you have all these really amazing photographs. Very clean. Yeah. All graded. How's he Gives get that black? Good night. Oh, I know. And he does his logo on the bottom here. And it's clickable. Is it you know? Really? Yeah, so you can go to PSA card and see where it's graded from. Oh, that's um, I know. And then he has what it's last sold for. He has the whole, he's basically an archivist. So this is basically a library. And it's just super primo, beautiful, organized goodness. So me and my uh, 
my OCD are very happy here. <laughs> he's a very he, nice guy. This is where he's he got the wonder bed cards, like the nineteen seventy seven ones. He has everything. This guy is a monster. Oh, he's he when oh, he's, he's, the got, the he's got yes. the non sport logo for PSA. He's he's got he's got it all. Like he's he's a monster. He's probably one of the leading collectors on this set. Um very very nice collection. Uh, nice. But yeah. figure I show this. Yeah. I'll bring up Watch Me Open while we go to Elusive. Yeah, man, I've, I've been I've been really enjoying the content that Marvel underscore Universe Cards has, and where he's doing the so he has a card and then he he's like it's moving so it's, it feels like an optical illusion going on and then you have like the sound effects sound effects in the background. He just he just has a clean page and he's posting recently he's been posting a lot of ninety two Marvel masterpieces. There it is. Yep. Yeah, he is bringing alive our childhood right there. Yeah, look at that. Oh, look at the look at the uh, venom uh, like just uh, coming at rule. you. Yeah. yeah. So cool. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, he so even put the river him, there. Man. So sick. Yeah, that, so that sick. one uh, with Namorita, you could hear the the, the ocean. Yeah. 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 That's the one. That that's yeah. cool. Wow. Yeah. Must take some, ages. Man, there's some talented people in this hobby. Yeah, yeah, man. Amazing work. Just doing amazing work. Double layering. Like he's cutting out individual elements of the card. This border name and year and, and name of set here, that's something he made to match and then everything else he cuts out meticulously cuts out and then keyframes the actions wow clever stuff look at this thing up here that that's a tough thing to pull off wow yeah so if you're not following him you got to check out mm -hmm. his stuff oh sorry, he had to grab the myself. surfer didn't he I, i'm sorry i couldn't help myself <laughs> all right gingy <laughs> what's all right, yours i'm good um i mean we mentioned this guy quite a lot but He's a legend, and I love the way he talks. <laughs> Have a guess. Uh, stacking gems all day. Oh yeah, stacking. He's a beast. Like some of his cars are just unreal. His feed is just best. sick. It mm. makes me. Oh, I don't know. Look at that. Seamlessly nice. Look at all that good stuff, and always ahead of the game. On top oh. of that. Oh man, yeah. Mm -hmm. I would. I always would encourage people to follow him, but they're already following him. Oh yeah, yeah everyone's already there. <laughs> He's already stacking followers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need help in that department. But yeah, love Not the love, love what he does. He shares everyone. Like, you know, he's really part of the community. He's engaged. And that's exactly. what, yes. you know, if you listen to someone like Gary V, uh, he would tell you that's one of the keys to growing as an influencer is engagement. Yeah, and he's always uh, giving people shout outs. He's always supporting, you know, all of us. I've exactly, seen him yeah. repost all of our, our videos and news videos. Yeah, mm -hmm. super supportive. So. Yeah, really goes out of his way. Yeah, yeah. appreciate it. Ooh, look at that one. Wow. Yeah, right. Charles. Shout out to Charles. Thank you, brother. Keep stacking, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on stacking. Yeah. Step up your step up your game, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're slacking, bro. Slacking. This is intervention. Slacking, stacking, stacking, slacking. <laughs> stacking, slacking. Love it. So that brings us nicely into uh, premiere. Let's talk about it because I know we have Oof. mentioned it before on a previous episode, but I feel like now is a time when it's you know, as they building a bit of traction, people are starting to realize what's going on and what's yeah. all about. So, yeah, so um, when you say premiere, we're talking about like the, the like flare, uh, you know, metal premiere is another type of set, masterpiece, yeah, right? So, this is this is premiere, it's a whole, whole different kind of. Uh, set of Marvel trading cards. 
-hmm. When Marvel Premiere first came out, too, like there's a great news article. I think it's on Beckett. I don't know. We were talking about it before. Mm -hmm. Um, But they very much like the news release and press release advertises the first time Marvel went Premiere, right? It was the first time the high end. Yes, it's a great article. Yeah, Yeah. because the first Marvel. So just to give you guys a little bit of recap, not you guys, but the the guys. Um, We go from 2012, 2017. 2019 and then the new one that's coming out either by the end of this year which i'm not sure if it's happening or the beginning of next year which is 2022 there's a 2014 that's right so 14 12 14 17 19 and then either 21 or 22 but i'm pretty sure it'd be 21 but yeah just so everybody knows just in case um, so there, there has been a lineage of this set. Mm-hmm. It began in twenty. It began in twenty twelve, and it was before Fleer Retro twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Just to like mark things or whatever. And before yeah. twenty sixteen, Jusco, right? So it's yeah. So they were like the first, the first, you know, higher. End. It's yeah. So yeah. I would argue like, and I think Marvel Beginnings came out around the same time, and Marvel right. Beginnings was a massive set. It had tons mm-hmm. of different inserts, like big deal inserts. A lot of people haven't really gotten onto the marvel beginnings thing yet i think people are just going to start getting there maybe in a month but everyone right now is circling premiere who's kind of like coming to the hobby and looking for stuff and premiere and it's a great set to circle around um very very much undervalued um numbered cards right what else we got guys we got numbered cards shadow boxes which shadow are pretty rare cards, pulls yeah, short prints of those um constellation cards Constellation cards. That's right. I'm trying to think of some other inserts too. Printing There's a lot plates. of good ones. Printing, printing plates. plates. Really nice printing plates, actually. And then you had emotion cards, which I think were only in 12. Binar, yeah. I believe. 12 and, sure. and 14. So in 2012, there were emotion cards, and they had the art, original art, done by NAR in a small set. And on one side of the booklet was a stencil drawing or a, a, a painting of some sort by Jason Adams. And then in 2015, it was done by Anthony Tan. Now, NAR and Anthony Tan are, you should follow them on Instagram. They're fantastic artists, um, big deal artists, probably some of the highest tier artists mm. in Marvel. Um, I wanted, you know, to, I wanted so to ask know. you about that, actually, if, uh, if you guys don't mind. Is NAR, some of his sketch cards that have sold are going for huge prices. PMG like, prices. Like yeah. ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> ridiculous prices. So I'm not I'm I'm learning about his artwork. Look at that uh, doom. Yeah, look at that. That's some yeah. sick stuff. That that's a good. card. That's not a that's not a five by seven. That's a card. It's amazing. He he has not crossed over into comic books that I know of. Do you? Not that I know of. Maybe maybe some variant covers here and there, but I, I I'm not sure. I need to look into that. Well, there's a premiere right there. Mm-hmm. Man. And he does it all. Pencils, inks. He shows you the whole process. So here's mm-hmm. pencils of Carnage. Mm-hmm. Right? There's inks. Yeah, he even has little videos where you've seen how or he's, you know, drawing on a super small card. He's yeah. And the other thing great about NAR is how he sells and packs them. So these are APs, customs, and then he puts them in these cases here does prelims for you shows you the process builds you this kind of like package deal mm-hmm. 
I mean, you can't touch NAR. It's like an experience. It yes. gives you an experience. And NAR's classic. He used to be pack-pulled NAR cards, but then he stopped doing that, and now he only does APs. And then you have that signature. And the yeah. signature's iconic. Yeah. Iconic. I think that's important for an artist to not only create a style, but to create a brand to get to that next level. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. I have to find Anthony Tan, which I'll look for you guys. Some of his Venom and Spidey stuff is crazy. Oh, insanely beautiful things. I'll grab Just my, insanely. my Anthony Tan plate one second. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful cards. So, so it started then. Premiere... So Premiere was originally intended to be a set that was, again, the Premiere set, right? Very high-end, very, very, very... In, in fact, it was the boxes that you would get your cards in were in a tin um, rather than a cardboard box. It was an actual tin. Um, and in tin Marvel Premiere bo uh, boxes case, what did they, they call them instead of boxes, they call them tins. And I think there were six tins a case for usual sets. I don't know mm -hmm. if that's right yeah, or wrong. Yeah, six, six tins. Six tenths. My, my cat's losing its mind. Um, <laughs> what else? So the thing about the set that became really big and why it's not really like set collected often is because the set really highlights sketch cards. Mm -hmm. um, and let me go here. You could get up to what? Three sketch cards in a ten at times? Is that right? So it was, it's you get one sketch on the top, mm -hmm. which is either a five by seven a two panel, a three panel, or a four panel usually. Mm -hmm. And it sits right on top in a nice plastic holder, right? That's the big deal. Um, and then below that, you get a pack. And in the pack, there's a single sketch card in the pack. Gotcha. With, with other cards, like the numbered cards that we're seeing now that we're going to talk about. And what about the hinged ones? That's the three panel. So that's the hinge, the, when it can like stack or whatever. Right, okay. I'm going to show you guys. Here's the, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this in good light. Oh, well, the gambit, nice. yeah. The gambit. Uh, it's a plate. That's why it's hard to see. It's just the magenta printing plate. Beautiful piece. Yeah, that's awesome. Tons of detail in it. Beautiful piece. So, now, yeah. They... I was going to ask you, how do you guys feel about the borders? You know, the way the card is framed. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not well, a huge fan like personally but there are like for example i'm thinking of a storm numbered card out of 15 that i think looks superb mm -hmm. so some of them i'm like eh, and but some of them are like, yeah wow that looks incredible so i'm 50 yeah. 50. Mm -hmm. yeah i think um the 2012s have the best looking stock and then after that that's when i think you get the more polarizing you know whether people like them or not, just because they're they're a little bit more basic, and the only thing that changes is, you know, on the on the frame, whether it's gold, black, or blue or silver. And on the twenty twelves, it was just very uniform. <clears throat> yeah, and the sketches. Different. Yeah, the sketches. So they come in these panels, these booklets that can fold. Um, they used to fold them up, and I don't think they fold them anymore, if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, so, you know, they kind of stopped doing that. Um, the design is very decisive. I've heard from other people the same thing. You know what I mean? Where well, that's not something they're into or are into. Um, for any sketch card collectors out there, a thing to remember if you're getting into sketch cards, 
Usually sketch cards that feature the name of the character hard printed on the card, like part of the design, those tend to be harder to come by. Um, not the most expensive, not like better than every other sketch cards, but like in terms of looking at sketch cards as like a stock, right? those tend to be, in my mind, they're more desirable because I like seeing the name on the card and some other people just don't like them, but I, I consider them, it's not often they do that. Yeah. Kind of like in the Black Diamond. Name. Correct. That yeah. was my first for me, like the Hulk sketch. Uh, none of yes. the other sketches I had to set. The PJ the got. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that a good one. Clean. It's really clean. Really clean. Yeah. So there's there's also, for the, for the Shadow Box cards, there's uh, different groups. Yes. Which are yes. Like there's gold. There's gold uh, Shadow Boxes. Mm. So like Group D features... Like 40, no, not 40 cards. One, two, three, four. We need a checklist. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting it for you right now. <laughs> well, this is kind of the point uh, that I'm making about Premiere is that because so, so many of the collectors now started in the last year, year and a half, Premiere hasn't had a major release since then. A lot of us don't, we're just not that knowledgeable about it as we are. You know, Marvel Masterpiece, which had a release, Marvel Metal, which had a release, Marvel Annual, all these have had releases in this kind of this last surge uh, in a time frame that, you know, Premiere has not. Mm. And do you think, like, people, you know, we're talking a few months, even years from now, will circle back to the original 2012, like the first? I do, because uh, you'll have the hype of the new release, and mm. for those who are not able to get product, then, you know, these cards are, I mean, use the word uh, I mean, I'm using this word, uh, it's more relative, but they're cheaper. I mean, they're number cards that you can still get for 15 or 20 bucks. And so, you know, I could see people circling back to those to be able to have access to some of the product. Yeah. They even did uh, code name letter patches. Mm. Which oh, yeah, really I saw good. that. Yeah, the Spider-Man was pretty cool. Yeah, they're really cool. And they're one out of 1.7 packs. Cards of each number produce of each letter and the card name is shown. So yeah. Emotion cards and then the printing plates. And then artist sketch cards. Tons of art. Goodness Perfect. gracious. Yeah. And the artists are always top tier. Yeah, they're always top tier. They're always meant to be really top tier people. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So then number twenty five. Tons of number cards, man. Wow. No, it's it's a lot. It's a and lot. And one of, of ones? And one of ones, yeah. Here's So 17 has a pretty good way of organizing it. It's when the, we start getting black foil and gold foil starts becoming kind of uni um, universal um, standard for Premiere. Mm -hmm. It's like when they start getting onto their number system. So And some big characters to have number cards on um, that you just don't get often. You yeah, know. So here, here's a 2017, and it's got that gold mm -hmm. that you're referring to in the in the P there. Yeah, on the edges. Yeah, it stays purple. Beautiful and, piece. And then, of course, number on the back to ten, six of wow. ten. And then these, I don't, I don't know how to tell these. I mean, I know what it's numbered because of the stamp on the back, but how do you look at the card on the front and tell? Those are a little I bit more tricky. Yeah, yeah, because the 2014s they're either out of. Uh, 25 or out of 199, right? Yeah, I just can't. Yeah, these is are it the foil color? It has to be no. something. I've never inspected. Like, the only one I have for 2014 is Wolverine. 
Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't, tell. I can't tell the difference either. But now, 2012 is all 199. There's nothing lower than yeah. that. And to your point, that's why those are still more affordable because they're not lower numbered. They're numbered to 199. So, like you mentioned, that you could still pick some of those pieces up for 15 to 30 dollars, depending on mm -hmm. the character. But yeah, so then once you get to 2014, though, and the ones numbered to 25, then that's when you start paying premium for certain characters. Okay. Yeah, Spider-Man's still over 100 bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll they did something with sketch cards in 2019 or 2017 i forget where i'm at called the hellfire club portraits and it actually looks like it's inside of an art frame um and it's characters from hellfire and you yes. have or not not from hellfire but they're they're featured specific characters mm -hmm. in specific cards number yeah. 30 multiple iron man throws me off right off the bat but yeah Steve yeah green goblin yeah. captain Brid five <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. I'm trying to remember how he's a part of the Hell Park Club. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what their their. Whoa, um... hang on. <laughs> you gonna, I, you I, gonna I... teach us something? No, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no. nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang back here for a second. <laughs> this this is nice. They do tell you what artists worked on what um, thing, so that's nicely organized there. And then 19, I think 19 is a lot of ones that people are looking at now, too. And they're hard to find. They're not easy cards to find, definitely. Yeah, and they changed the numbering, too, on the on the, 20, on the 19s. Gold hopefully, are, are not out of 10. They're out of 15 on those. Hopefully it's uniform. That's the word I was looking for. Hopefully it's uniform in 2021. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping. Yeah. Here's what the, to uh, Spidey's point, this is what the black looks like. This one's out of five. And this one's a Hulk. So same thing. The only changes is the border, the black, and then obviously this yeah, the is little, the, yeah, the, this the, is the Omega five of five. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, and then this is the one that I was able to pick up as well. That's the Spidey Gold, twenty seventeen. What's that, that one's one clean. out of? That this one's is nine out of nine out of ten. I'll trade you all of these for that one. <laughs> He's not kidding. Either. I trade you all of these. <laughs> yeah, man, but those are those are nice, man. I mean, I haven't, I don't have a single 2019. I don't know if you guys do, so I don't know what those. I've seen some, but I, I you know, I think I seen the storm that Junji's referring to. That storm, that's a uh, gold out of 15. Very, very nice color that they that they used on her. Yeah. Ret Retroverse said, uh, gee, I've got the Storm 15 out of 15. So, uh, uh, there, uh, there it is. is. He, he said, you you've got no <laughs> chance. There Come it on, is. Come on, Retroverse. Let's all relax. Okay, let's not get crazy here. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful set. Um, it's eBay, hunt. Yeah, there's a guy that has uh, the Wolverine out of ten from the same set, uh, spiking the 2017, and he's asking yeah. for 25 grand. <laughs> <laughs> it's a BGS 9.5. Yeah, yeah, a little south of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. It's a nice Wolverine, by the way. And that, that the Venom, I could see how people would gravitate towards that Venom from the 2017 as well. Yeah, Infinite's got the one of one habit. So yeah, there. Something Infinite. Fair play. Mm -hmm. Causing havoc. Yeah. One of one havoc. Nice. So those one of ones, uh, sketch card. What are you? What is your experience and what those sell for? I mean, I know it's character driven significantly, mm -hmm. but 
you know, I just haven't had a lot of um, experience with buying rare numbered premier cards, you know, um, just because Surfer is not in 15, 17, or 19. So I haven't had a lot of experience in there. Um, and, but what I've seen, um, there are people who hunt them down. Not as many as you think. I don't know a lot of people other than a character collector. And even I don't, I think some character collectors pass on it sometimes. Because here's the issue, right? It's not so much that they're not desirable, right? It's that you have to think, right? This is like a very expensive set to buy into. I mean, you're looking at a tin at like upwards of 300 or 200 to 300, right? Especially trying to go back. They've all jumped in price. Mm -hmm. Um, because they have sketch cards and the problem is here is that sketch collectors will pay a lot of money for a great sketch hands mm -hmm. down and the rest of the cards are kind of like eh. so what ends They're up cherry happening picking is the set. basically what happens is they cherry pick and then all of a sudden you'll see on comps and ebay or shortly after the set cards just flood mm -hmm. and you see them everywhere and pick people who've been collecting them pick them up so like if you went to for instance, right, instead of looking on, is the video stuff that I'm doing okay, guys? I'm not, like, taking yeah. up too much. Oh, okay. No, okay. I felt bad. I was kind of like, to, all right. To go off what you just said, Sketch, so in my experience, in, you know, in terms of looking at what's been sold and stuff like that, the predominant, predominantly the things that are selling are the sketch cards from each of these years. Yes. Uh, the numbered cards is, like, here and there, the, the bigger characters, Deadpool, Spider-Man, etc., um, so yeah, you're, you're absolutely right in, uh, in that regard. It's just what I've seen, honestly. Um, it's, it's just what I've seen, you know? Yeah. And um, I think, I mean, to your point, I think if, it, it makes sense though. Like someone that collects sketch cards, if they buy the box, they just probably want to recoup some of that money. So they probably yeah. sell off those cards to keep their sketches. Yep. So even like, you know, I don't think 15, 15 obviously did not come on EPAC. So 17, 19, are up on here and there's 11 you know 11 uh, you know uh 1119 2017 and 3997 premiere on epac mm -hmm. and what i tend to do with card hunting is i look on epac if it's a newer set and Can see what's kind of lingering feet? yeah absolutely just, just a little almost there there you go oh i think this was actually part of the promotional art as well okay yeah, it's a nice beautiful piece. Yeah. It's very nice. It is nice. It's very nice. And the red, the red really pops with her on that one. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I like the premiere um, situation here with the with the oval. Like I, I like it. You know, some some work, some don't. In my opinion, yeah. like some characters right. look okay. Yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's true. Sometimes it definitely conflicts with the art. Um, you know, I think the Thanos is well positioned inside the frame to understand yeah, how to, cool. you know what I mean? That tends to work itself very well, but yeah, there are, you know, ones that kind of conflict and it does put a, a kind of a hold on some of them. I think 19 handled it a little bit better than yeah. usual. Like this looks great because of the, the layover with her powers here. It's interesting. You know I mean? Like oh, yeah. the, almost all the characters are, have that feet forward head back kind of position yeah. almost look you know what i mean like yeah i mean and it's one artist over and over again yeah it's one artist so the other thing i should say about premiere so they drew that, 
Like they they viewed the oval like the eye of looking up at the hero or the villain. Or in the or they were in the line of action. So you have that one. Uh huh. So yeah, and um, and you know, you know, it's very much like masterpiece in the sense that the art is all done by one artist. The drawback for a lot of collectors, and again, this will just change as the audience of Marvel cards kind of expands, is that um, it's digital. So a lot of the art is done by hand, obviously, just on a tablet or colored on a tablet, penciled and real, or just all drawn digitally. Um, you know, which you know changes things up a little bit for people. That's the. I think that's one of the big things that stopped old school collectors from looking at this because it's not like. It's original art. It is original art. It's not that it's not original art, but it's digital art. So mm-hmm. I think that kind of throws people off a little bit here and there, um, yeah, which silk. is a shame. Silk is great. Where are you, Silk? Uh, uh, I just above, saw you. Above Storm. There you I go. knew it. Yeah. I was like, I know I just saw it. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. That's nice. Great piece. Wood coming out of there. Looks good. I would have picked up the models, but this is not as good good to me. Yeah, his head is a little suspect. I think I think he's is like, you know, uh, the animated Miles has has a big head of hair, and they were like, well, "What if that was real?" And the, the suit didn't, you know, uh, compress it in some way, but it just makes it look weird. Yeah, conehead like, yeah. Sketch on the, um, just thinking of die cuts because uh, <laughs> I like that kind of thing. But on the 2017 set, there's the busts die cuts, gold foil, which are numbered out of 15. Beautiful pieces. Do you um? I want to get your guys' opinion because it's weird. They look cool, though. They look cool. These are these are types of cards you don't. These are cards you don't look at online. These are cards you look at in hand. And let me explain. So right now, this card appears very flat to you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The black border. It looks kind of cheap. All this kind of stuff, right? There is a foiling and a shimmer to a lot of this card and it does just does not do its justice i've seen these in person they are quite fun to have in the sense that they have like a lot to offer like textually and visually especially if like you binder them up and all that kind of stuff um i I think the issue there is that because there's just some cards that just don't look good um scanned Like these yeah, are like, these are far more impressive, but look at the scan; it makes them look completely flat. Yeah, yeah. But they are amazing, and they have a quote. And I'm mean, sorry. Go ahead, Gigi. No, no. I, I'm just gonna echo what you were saying, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough buy. Only looking at the scan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you run across that even with Comp C, where a lot of cards, you know, when you see them, like for example, uh, Quick Strikes, they because of the scan, they don't look as vibrant on Comp C. And then you get them in person, and you're like, wow, that's a big difference. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that was Thanos. I, I would even say the same on Rittenhouse stuff, like uh, some of the yeah. mail I've just received. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, it looks incredible in person. Mm-hmm. It's almost like yeah. they're popping out of that comic background, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Uh, very just nice. Do some shout outs. Um, Swami's in the house. Hey, Swami. Swami. Woo! So. Oh, we gotta talk to him about the Tokyo set. Uh, uh Rhett says the Miles isn't good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's painful to say because I like Miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Premier uh, Infinite says Premier sets are elite, but I do wish there were more chase cards in the set. Yeah. Uh, the sketches me. really take like a lot of the focus away from yeah. like having tons of chases. See, this this is the thing. Uh, Adam says I definitely think some of the weird really looks to them. It's the um, the like none of us have all agreed that they look incredible. Is that an issue? I okay. So here's my thing. Uh, how can I say this? It's a nice rogue. That is nice. It's a very lovely rogue. It's a lovely rogue. Good position. Good background. Very cool. Um, good cleavage. I mean, honestly, like for like these characters, for me, like would it be like my favorite surfer, judging by the aesthetic of these characters? Probably not my favorite, but it doesn't mean that scene. See, it's very different when you have a rainbow of this. Mm -hmm. The art changes quite a bit. And it's very different when you get to look at the card for a long time and like spend some time with it. It's very hard to judge a set on not spending time with the art. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. things look impressive, blah, 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 blah. Sure, there's thing there's certain sets and certain cards that are just like pop and you're mm -hmm. just like, yes. But it's not to say that things don't grow on you. Because I've had, right. had cards yeah. that are you know, right? I've had cards yeah, that I was kind of like loop Yeah. I was lukewarm about. Yeah. yeah, and then you you don't you don't pay attention to them, and then something something happens. You go back and look at them, and Clicks. then all of a sudden you're like, "Damn, I want it now." Makes sense. Yep, that's and it's happened Good. to me. I've looked at surfers where I was like, "Eh," like um, I was just I just had it in my head and I lost it. Well, the '95 masterpiece was like that for me. Yes, you know, I was yeah. like, "Man, this is a little bit out there." In some of this art, you know, it's inhuman to some degree. Some of it, and then I go back and I'm like, you know what? I actually really like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. nice. Man. I feel the same way about 95. 95 definitely was one of those sets. Um, Marvel Beginnings, that's the one I was thinking about. Uh, no, not Marvel Beginnings. Is it Beginnings? I don't remember. Anyway, it's happened to me, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, Sketch Card, what do you know that you're allowed to share about the new release? That was direct. How rude. Um, <laughs> I gave you a back door. That's, that's true. That, that's true. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Um, I would say I don't know the artist other than that I know it's coming. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it, what I've heard through the pipeline. And that's only because, like, artists talking about it or doing sketches and stuff like that that's the only thing i know i know there's there's a really strong artist list for it that's gonna be like always though you know so that's gonna be pretty right. crazy what little bit i heard was i can't talk about it like <laughs> the people the people that know like can't talk about it or the people yeah. that are involved can't talk about it so maybe that's normal but uh it felt really hush hush i i don't know they they have a pretty set standard of format there i think there's something i should say for us to consider that i've been thinking about on my own um that i haven't really said which was what's happening now with cards is that sketch cards are becoming they're going from being a box pool to guaranteed one a box to more of a one or two per case case hit mm -hmm. like elusive mm -hmm. set Right, one or two per case on it. They case have hit. to with with the way the popular you know popularity is growing. You can't. 
have it can't do it and it's always been the thing that holds like that. sets back other than licensing stuff is is artists being able to do these cards underpaid in a short amount of time and yes a lot of these artists are extremely underpaid so hopefully that gets fixed in the future you know what i think um, is going to help as well yeah and, and sorry to cut you off but just on this point i think what's going to help is right now you go on ebay and there's like a plethora of sketch cards right so i think in the future once they're a, a case hit and people yeah. can't run a buyout or you know you don't run by them as often people are going to start buying out the ones on on mm -hmm. ebay a lot more i agree 100 what a great opportunity to plug watch me opens charity yes where he yeah. has collected sketches from amazing artists and from amazing collectors and he's going to put them all on ebay and i don't know the dates uh go to his instagram at watch me open his youtube page and watch me open and you'll see that uh uh the, he's going to take all the money that's raised through the auction of these sketches and give it to a pretty amazing charity that's do with the global arts uh making sure that those who are underserved you know, get the opportunity to be creative and have, you know, uh, a future in the arts. I, I had heard that he was going to take that money and buy another 96 mm box. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm hearing conflicting things. <laughs> as, long as, as long as I get an <laughs> opportunity at the doubles, I'm fine with that too. No, now, watch me open you know, is, it, you know, he's, he's very much thinking about the hobby as like a community. Right, mm -hmm. he's always working to making things that the community can enjoy. Marvel on the Brain, the box openings. I mean, I think what's really crazy to start thinking about and what this will look like in the future is that Watching Me Open has actually opened up boxes that we've never seen actually put on YouTube yet. Yeah. Um, and he was the first to start doing that. It's a very big deal. Um, very and super nice guy. Not a not a bad dude at all. Not very nice, humble. You know, you should definitely go subscribe. Yeah, look at his features that he has on his channel. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Featured all four of our channels. Yeah. Oh, that's nice of him. <laughs> that's really no, nice of him. Sweet, Thank you, buddy. This is my school with my dorky author photo. So that's why you're not. That's why I'm not subscribed here. Just so you know, <laughs> I do not want you to think <laughs> I'm not subscribed to you. Just uh, so you know. But you can subscribe twice. There you go. Uh, yeah, you're okay. Yeah. God, if my <laughs> students see that, I hope you know what I do for you, Billy. Okay. I want you to know how much I love I have for you, buddy. Okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, check it out. And so, hey, thanks for letting me plug uh, the, the charity. I'm love that we did that. I sent, I finally sent him some stuff. Actually, funny story. So I was talking to him, mm -hmm. and God, what were we talking about? Random thing, something to do with the quiz thing. He wanted me to help him um, was uh, with a question. So he hit me up. We're looking at him. Elusive, you're going to flip out. We're, I'm looking at him, and he's showing me, man, look at everybody. Man, they're just like donating all this stuff. Sketch, have you seen this? This is going to be on the donation. This is amazing. And we're looking, I'm like, wow, that's great. That's awesome. He goes, yeah, man, it's weird. I can't see your name in here. Oh. Called me out cold. Cold. And I was like, I got nothing for free here. So then I had to go digging, and I finally got some stuff to him. But I was dying inside because I saw what Spidey put up for auction, uh, for um the donation and i was like this guy is gonna make everybody look bad the nerve of this <laughs> oh, guy he, he has no soul if he, he gets a chance to kind of nail you to the floor <laughs> he'll do it <laughs> yeah, super witty so you definitely don't want to get in this bad side unless you feel like no, no, uh, uh, super he'll ask you questions that make you feel like an idiot so. <laughs> <laughs> i thought i was a marvel fan when i got on this show i think i pissed him off and that's why he invited me on that season 
He was just like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you can enjoy this. I swear, this will be fun. <laughs> Have a good time. <laughs> yeah. um, there's one more thing I wanted to discuss, uh, which you don't know about yet. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and it was a trailer I just saw before jumping on uh, around a certain movie called The Eternals. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Now, I want to get your thoughts on that, if possible, mm. while while the chat's quiet. While the chat's quiet! <laughs> and the, and the yeah. trailer? Or yeah, what movie? characters are you looking forward to seeing? Oh, uh, you're dangerous. Oh, boy. Yeah, so for me, it's Black Knight. That's the character that I want to pay attention to. That's the one who has the most longevity. When you look at who they selected <laughs> to play him, uh, I think I think Marvel believes the same thing. It's the same actor that played uh, uh, in Game of Thrones. I can't remember his name. Black. John uh, Snow. John Snow. There right. you go. And so to me, it, it, you know, the Black Knight, he has a, he he's interwoven through the Marvel uh, storyline through you know for a long time, from Avengers to the Galactic aspect of, of Marvel. So I see him playing a long term role as we move more and more from the you know the domain of protecting earth into the outer space so to speak so the eternals to me will be uh it'll be an event movie um uh and i think that it's going to open the door for the conversation for mutants um and i think that's probably the biggest you know look back and we'll go oh the eternal movie was connected and threaded all the way uh to mm. mutants god that'd be cool mm -hmm. Because, you know, so Thanos, um, I can't remember, the Deviants. You have the Deviants. Thanos was a Deviant, and that's part of the Eternal kind of storyline. Um, and so he's he's one of those. And anyways, you know, they they start mating with humans and then creating a, a mutant gene that evolves throughout time. Interesting. They have, a, they have a powerful lineup as far as the cast, by the way. I mean, Angelina Jolie... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Selma Hayek, you know. It's Hyatt. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're aging like fine wine, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still still the the I mean that cast is crazy, crazy good bunch of actors. I'm I'm really excited about it. I haven't seen the new trailer for Internals yet. Um so I'm actually kind of excited. I just saw Spidey Juice, <laughs> what you did on your Instagram feed. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> he did a nine pager on Instagram wall. I must take nine spots. Oh, he killed it, bro. Killed yeah, that it. Was awesome. Thank you. I was uh, inspired by sketch cards. So. That was great. I just saw, I was looking for watching me over. I saw yours. I was like, wait a minute. This guy killed it. Um, but I'm excited about the trailer. I'm, I'm excited to watch it after this. It's coming up. The Spidey's coming up. My hope is that Internals and Spidey are the first movies to start hinting at X-Men and Fantastic Four. I think that's what... I, I, I don't know what it is. I know it's stupid, but no, for some reason... No, I Fantastic Four for a reason. I'm telling you, man. I'm thinking I'm thinking that Spider-Man No Way Home is going to do something with the Fantastic Four stuff. Like I feel like the building where the Avengers building was is going to be like the Fantastic Four building. So like the Baxter gonna, building. Yeah, so who's going to be the intellect now that Stark's gone? Right, like it just makes sense to me that 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 you know, Mister Fantastic well, comes comes. Strange is on there. Strange is definitely yeah. definitely but definitely he's not, he's not going to be building you know robotics and ships. You know what I mean? Like when they start yeah. doing cosmic stuff or whatever. Like we've had we had an engineer 
at the head of MCU Iron Man for so long that things that were needed to happen could be feasible because of him. Like even like in Infinity War and Endgame, right? Like they weren't able to make the machine without Stark, right? Hulk tried and stuff like that, but just couldn't do it. So having Tony in there to kind of get it jump started. Marvelous does make a marvelous fact makes a great point. No one ever truly has gone in Marvel, but yes, yeah, we'll it's true. <laughs> true. Uh, true, 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 true. But, true. but AI Tony is not going to be leading the charge. Tony you know, Stark AI. Every time, every time we brought, we bring up like upcoming movies or potentially upcoming movies, I get excited. But then when we get off the the podcast, I get pissed off because they're still not out yet. Right? So <laughs> yes. It's like we talk about them, we hype it up, and it's like, yeah, they don't exist, though, huh? But Jim, yeah, the no, question my was, heart. how would how's Eternals going to move the Marvel card market? I don't think so, hardly at all, personally. No, no, I agree. I just I do wonder if certain characters will get some mm -hmm. loving as such, mm -hmm. and maybe yeah. in I'm the future. Remember the uh, remember the 2020 Marvel masterpiece Eternal card that didn't get used. Which character was that? That was uh, yes. Um, oh, I just can see it in my head. I don't remember the character though. To me, he has the biggest chance of coming. You know, being an unknown to a known because he's almost like uh, he's a Superman esque type character. Yes. Spec. Uh, no. Um, yeah. Spectrum. No. Nope. I don't know it. I just. I just can't think of it right. I now. can't think of it. But see, that's the big problem about the internal stuff, right? Is that we're, we're, there's a lot, A, right? And we really haven't had the chance to kind of like, like none of them are popular, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're just not popular characters. Now, if we're looking at a direct connection to this and what that works as, we got to think about Gardens of the Galaxy mm -hmm. and what happened with Star-Lord, Rocket Raccoon, uh, Groot, uh, Gamora. You know what I mean? Did we see? I think what well, moves cards is going to be character collectors. Sure. Well, if you go yeah. back to, I'm sorry, Lucy. No, no, you're good. You're good. Well, what I was going to say is, you go back to Eternals, um, not not the movie, but Jack Kirby. So Jack Kirby is the creator of Eternals, and he he created them because he wanted to be able to give the original origin story of how mutants arrived on planet Earth. And so he creates this storyline of Eternals, which is, you know, pretty special. It just never really popped, you know, in terms of like the greater, uh, you know, pop culture. And so this is going to be Disney's chance to give that to us. And, and maybe some of it will stick. Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll be just an event that we point to in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but to, to everybody's point, obviously, the one that's going to make, I think, put more more people onto Marvel cards is probably going to be Spider-Man. You know the upcoming movie, obviously, because you got to that with the release of the set. <laughs> Look at Spidey's face. Yeah, I mean, you're glowing, Spidey. Sorry. <laughs> it's my Spidey sense. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's going to be huge uh, for the hobby. You know, the movie and then the set. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that's a no-brainer. So. Yeah, but I love that though. It's, it needs to be said, right? Like, I wonder. I feel like I've seen characters from the Eternals come up more in cards now because of the upcoming movie like i feel like there is some kind of connection between what marvel is licensing and asking of upper deck to what upper deck is doing for cards like i hope my sense is that i hope this becomes some kind of correlation this is something cool that i thought of um in black diamond however which is pretty awesome um the incredible hulk had an autograph, not the Incredible Hulk, like the actor at, at, at Norton. Uh, it was the villain, Spidey knows the name, the guy that gets the big brain, the leader. 
um, the actor who played him in Incredible Hulk has an autograph card in the set. I didn't know that. See? Isn't that crazy? Like, I was just looking at that card. But why would he be in Black Diamond? Isn't that he, interesting? He made just a really small appearance in Edward Norton's, right? Isn't that yeah. interesting? And then, and this is why I think it's interesting, because yeah. I sound like a crazy person. This is why I think it's interesting, because in Shang-Chi, I hope I'm saying that right. Shang-Chi. 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 Mm -hmm. In the movie, Shang-Chi and, and the Ten Rings, um, we get the appearance of Abomination. Mm-hmm. So there's obvious... Yeah. I mean, that's and that's the connect. You know what I mean? That's weirdly how they're bringing Hulk into the MCU. Like we're seeing like callbacks to these variants. Mm -hmm. So like it's weird to see that in Black Diamond. I, I don't know if they just had his autographs left over and they just put it in there, but it does make it feel like since that's an MU set that there is some canon stuff happening there. Mm -hmm. Like if we think about like like Star Wars has a canon, right? Like I'm thinking canon stuff for Marvel now. I just thought I just thought it was kind of interesting. I doubt there's anything there, but I thought it was interesting to see that. Yeah. You're like the guy kind of explaining a conspiracy theory with all these yeah. stuff on the I was like, he's got a board. <laughs> he's like Easter egg. Easter egg. <laughs> this movie, this movie, this <laughs> my my tin hat's right behind my monitor. Yeah, and all of us are like, yeah, sketch that. Makes sure. Sense. Yeah. yeah. Somebody, somebody <laughs> send me a text. You're doing <laughs> great sketch. You're <laughs> <laughs> doing good work, man. It looks like you haven't slept. Hey, it's coffee, huh? The newspaper on your windows looks really good. Wow. <laughs> Love how you've decorated yeah. the place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the simple hat looks nice on you. What happened to all your surfer stuff? <laughs> right. Uh, Retroverse, off topic. Will Spidey tell us about his Hulk 181 on the shelf? Come on. Damn. Well, okay. Damn. Uh, so so let, let me lay everybody down first, real quick. So if you if you if you really play close position, it's uh, AF15, X-Men 1, Hulk 181, and I can't remember what that one is. They're all re reprints at 9.8. The real Hulk 181 is in the other room graded at a 9.0 signed by Stan Lee. Now, that book does not wholly belong to me. It belongs to my brother, Dustin, who, in amazing juju fashion, okay, was headed to Dallas to go to the Comic-Con and already signed up to get an autograph from Stan Lee. And being that my brother's been a comic book collector and people know him, he got a message from this lady who says, hey, I've got a long box of Hulk books. I want to sell them. He was like, well, I'm already on my way to Dallas. I'll pull over on the interstate and you can meet me at this gas station, but know that the money I have is to go to the Comic-Con. She's like, that's fine. They pull over. He runs his fingers through the book and it's 100 through 200 as far as he could tell. And he's like, I got a hundred bucks. And she's like, I'll take it. Gives her a hundred bucks, get in, gets in the car and starts going through what is near mint Hulk run 100 through 200. He pulls out 180, 180, 181, and 182, which is the first cameo, first full appearance, and second appearance of Hulk, I mean Wolverine. Pulls them out, sells the remaining books to the guy that was riding with him to pay for the rest of his trip, like that was a trade. He takes the three books and gives it to Stan Lee. And if you've, if you've seen Stan's signature, it's almost like a blob. It's just, you know, like this. And Stan like goes to sign on the top of Wolverine's face, and my brother's like, "No, Mister, no, Mister Lee, <laughs> not, not there. Sign here." He signs the book, and hands it immediately to CGC. They take it, grade it, uh, and authenticate the signature. Comes back as a 9.0. It's a fifteen thousand dollar book right now. 
uh, that he has. And he still has 180 oh and 182 to go with as well. Those came back at eight O's, if I remember correctly. They're uh, 180s skyrocketing in value because people now are saying that's the real first appearance of Wolverine. And um, anyways, it's an amazing story. I hold the book right now uh, for various reasons, but it really belongs to him. Awesome. Wow. Mm-hmm. You can't tell dude, that's awesome. You can't. That's a nice story, dude. So I had him type. Yeah, I had him type up the uh, the history of what happened and sign it. And I've got a picture of the book on a piece of paper and it stays in my safe. So it's that's a, cool. It's a family heirloom. That's awesome. Awesome, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Wow. Um, wow. 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 Moving on from uh, that's a really good segue. So Swami yep. says any, any information on the employee exclusive cards? Yeah. Saw a AF15 employee exclusive card this signed by Stan Sold. We've seen one sketch on Instagram, remember? Yeah, Eugene. Eugene has some. Mm-hmm. Has some. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. He, no, he, 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 he might have some. some. <laughs> he might have more than one. Um, I think, yeah, um, any information on the employee exclusive. So, Swami, those are real. Um, they they are rare. They're, uh, you know, the they're beautiful cards. They're great cards. I don't, I, 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 100%. A couple of things to know about them is this: um, they were expo- employee exclusive, so at Upper Deck, plo- employees get certain gifts and their cards, and they're of different ranging. And I think that came in a pack, and it was random, and they would get either you know, uh, you know, whatever other properties they have, other sports things enter here, and then of course the Marvel Stanley. There are a couple other employee exclusive. Um, Spider-Man cards, like on Versus System, there was an employee exclusive, not signed by Stan Lee. This, however, is signed by Stan Lee. Um, incredibly hard to grade. The red foil on the side chips away easy. Um, they're very pretty, very nice cards. Um, so those are real. They're a big deal. Um, I think you'll see some more. I, there's no hard number. I don't know how many there are. My, my, you know, Our buddy Eugene would probably know. Um, how many there are? I know he's doing tons of research on that, and they are they are around. They are around. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that helps, Swami. I, I, I mean, retroverse. Just with the, with the whole Swami, the whole Stanley thing. <laughs> yes, Swami. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think, was like, huh? I think uh, you know uh, our our friend Scan, uh, Scandell was telling us himself, right? Yeah, you know that Stanley signed a bunch of things. So personally, for me, like if if you're gonna pick up anything Stanley signed, I would say the older the better. Let right? me tell you something, Stanley signed. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, he said the best, right? He said he would sign any piece of time. paper you put in front of him. He's just—he was just. I mean, he's, he's just—I don't know. It's like a robot arm. Like <laughs> it. He signed everything. Yeah. It's not and that it's worth something. Yeah, and those employee exclusive cards are extremely valuable. And and here's the thing that people haven't jumped on yet is the whole pack pool Stanley Auto stuff. Mm-hmm. The employee exclusive cards are right up there. Because of how desirable they are, how few there are, how nicely they were kept. Um, but, you know, you want to be careful. There are a lot of cards on eBay, and I'm just going to say this, that are like con cards, like convention cards, where they have the cards signed by Jusco, who signed everything, Stan Lee, um, Art Adams, Neil, you know, there's tons of people who sign a lot of cards at conventions. And those cards over there, and they always put POA, or they don't tell you. So be very careful of that. There's a whole um, run of Marvel 2020 Marvel masterpieces with Dave Palumbo's auto on it right now on e- on eBay. They're all fake. And that guy said they were going to be PC. So yay. Um, yeah, that's really dumb. I don't suggest anybody do that. Um, if you're going to sell it, you do it for your own collection. That's awesome. I think it's great because the signature cards that are numbered are 
pack pool and stupid to find and can be very expensive. So I say do that for your collection 100%. But artists should be aware that when they do sign those cards, especially mm -hmm. when there's a variant where the signature actually exists, they should put something on the card that indicates this is not part of that. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. something in the back well, or like different ink, something. Yeah. So, yeah. So Dave signed them. Okay. Let me, let me repeat myself. Okay. They're not hard numbered. They're not pack pulled out of 20, 20 Marvel masterpiece. They're signed with an ugly black Sharpie. They're not in the silver. And so, yeah, you can buy them and have Palumbo's signature on it, but it, don't think that you're buying something that, is, you know, is a part of the set. Yeah. It's very similar to what people do with 92 mm and they'll get juice go to sign and it's just a signature on top of a card. They'll send it to get authenticated because they know that card's going to get a five or a six. Yeah. And I just feel bad for people yeah. like, you know, and Dave's super nice to even do that. And Palumbo, Dave Palumbo is a very sweet, great artist. I mean, he's a rock star. Um, you know, I, I only say it so harsh so that people who are collecting this stuff, you know, the truth is this, like, yeah, you can say, oh, they should know better and do their research. Yeah, okay, we can be cold and say that about people. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, too, like, you know, p money's not easy to come by. And if it is, we should hook up. Um, <laughs> but money's not <laughs> easy to come trees. by. You know what I mean? If you got one of those trees in your backyard, I'm coming over for tea. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think a lot of times people are, are, are a little quick to judge. You know, if you have a savings and you're in your PayPal and you or whatever you have and you're like little card fund here and you see something you really like and you don't know any better and suddenly you click on that and you get it in hand and for the same amount of money you could have gotten the hard numbered pack pulled auto yeah that's that's really misleading especially if the eBay listings not going out of its way to explain the the the, the card and the context i think that's horribly misleading that's near enough every listing Every listing, yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Speaking of Jusco and just autos, while we're on the subject, do you guys think that there's anything, um, I guess, with more significance that you could pick up than the '92 buyback signed by Jusco, number to fifteen, or is that like I, the best I, Jusco signature stuff? I can't think of anything. Right. Um, I, I I've been messaging Sketch Card like, please help me find the Spidey. Mm -hmm. There's only ten of. Them. Is that right? So there's fifteen. So it's fifteen. It's 15. Yeah, 15. So basically what's happening there, God, I hope I'm not talking too much, guys. Please stop me if I am. Um, <laughs> um, so um, for the buybacks uh, numbered out of 15, Jusco signed. Uh, they're not stamped. They're just signed by Jusco and numbered and hard numbered on the front. And they do come with a COA, so people are aware. Um, there is one person who bought quite a few of them. Uh, multiples of each character while they were out there instead of going for the what if parallel and the silver spectrum auto which are the parallels that are of the card of 2016 um, there's another thing in 92 marvel masterpieces called the dynamic forces series and that's where you have a card on top of a deck of a complete set of cards not signed just the main card on top and it's one card that's signed by joe jusco and numbered to 5000 and each character gets a certain number of cards that he signed for each character, and they're all numbered out of 5,000. They were even sold on Q, QV, QVC. 
at one point back in the wow. day. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a <laughs> um, thing for you. And, you know, uh, so they were sold around and those do exist. And Jusco, like Stan Lee, probably not as much as Stan Lee, but signed quite a few cards as well. Um, and the thing that everyone's looking at now that's, you know, a big deal to people is the buybacks numbered out of 15 signed because those are pack pulled and very difficult to get. So, and, and yeah, those are big cards. I, I, I bought the Surfer card at a stupid price and was put on the... Um, what Instagram page? It wasn't PSA. It was it was, it was Compsy or something like that. They they're like this card. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where they're like big talking sale. about the value. This card, big sale. Yeah, um, they're nice. They're nice looking cards. They're very I, nice. I have a question in regards to your surfer because usually it, it's it's very well known that the biggest drawback from just the ninety two buybacks, the ones numbered to or not numbered but allegedly to number or ninety nine. They have super rough edges, and they're in rough shape in general, right? Off-centered, whatever, whatever it may be. The ones out of fifteen that are signed by Juice are those a little bit better? Like, what's the condition of your surfer? So for buybacks, ah, uh, here we go. No, I didn't do oh, it. How didn't dare you, Gingy? I knew it. I turned around. I was like, "Don't do it, Frost. Don't come back." <laughs> um, um, <laughs> you, um, the the Fausto shuffle. Um, the Norn Shuffle. Um, who's basically, Fausto? I know who's Fausto. Who's that guy? Um, okay, so in my experience, I've seen three different Silver Surfer buybacks. I've seen ten different auto buybacks of different characters, like for other people doing, helping people with things, you know, things like that. That they've come here to that to the to the to the house. Um, some of them are really rough. And some of them are nice. It's really a luck of the draw, similar to the buybacks with the stamp. Like, there are some buybacks that look like nines and possible tens. Like, they yeah. do exist. And my, and my 92 Spidey looks good, except it's a little off-centered. But just about every one of those Spider-Men are off-centered. Yeah. And they, it doesn't yeah. look like they were stamped and beat up along the process. Mm -hmm. I, I think they were actually, you know, really, I think Upper Deck purchased them from different collectors. Mm -hmm. Or had bo or I doubt they opened them from boxes unless the boxes were super clean. But I think they got them as they best they could in hand, took care of them, stamped them, and shipped them back out. So the problem with buybacks a lot of times is that they're handled twice in a production line, so you get the risk of them getting damaged. Um, I haven't seen Gingy would know this. I haven't seen a lot of like buybacks graded um, and get high grades. See Gingy, yeah. So but the auto ones you know they're handled twice and then they get to get signed so they handle the third time so they're really you know it can be rough mine's really clean because i've like i've gone so, to quality control because i've seen two other surfers so i got so i got super lucky i have sense. to i have to tell you uh just yesterday i saw let me do the math in my head probably about 18 number two uh juice go signed um how was it 2016 Almost all at a BGS 9.5. Wow. Yep, I know exactly where those are from. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. those are special. So, yeah, and that really, person... Really, special. Really, really special. And that person basically, elusive like you were asking, like did the job of like finding Going multiples when mm -hmm. and just went through them with a fine-tooth comb. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's, mm -hmm. that's, why he, that's why that collector has that collection is because they spent time to like go through the mm -hmm. stack. 
And we're yeah. talking about big. We're not talking about random characters. We're talking about the characters. The characters, like the tier Spider-Man, four. Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. The tier four. It's all. Yeah. I, I like that. That there's so many people in the hobby that everybody has their niche, and then people that have that ultra focus. Like again, going back to just because it's recently on our mind, but that Scandell. Like, dude, that doing guy. that for 20 years and just picking up those autos over and over and over. I mean, that that's guy. what happens when you just have razor-sharp focus on one thing. Yeah, so for those who don't know, there was a guy that reached out to us and said, hey, I've been in the shadows. I've been collecting for 25 years. I buy every Jim Lee auto from the 92 uh, Uncanny X-Men set that I can, Jim Lee set. And I want to I wanna show it to the world, and I got a PSA reveal I want to do as well. And so we jumped on his channel. Gingy, did you see it by chance? I know you missed it. I need to catch up with it. I did tell well, him, I did speak to him yesterday about well, it. We're going to have so much it. fun. Yeah, let's make sure we link it in the uh, in the description. Uh, mm, because sure. it's for, for the historian, for the Marvel card collector who's a historian, you're going to want to watch it. You want to mm-hmm. see it because it's there's a lot of history in that one video that just in one camera. Well, two cameras and one of them that kept going out. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> my poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that cell sheet he showed us was nice as well. Mm-hmm. That that you talking about the Fleer news article? Yeah. Not news article, but the it was like it was like a press release. release. Press release. That's what they call it. Press release. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, guys, be sure to check it out. It was interesting. Love it. Um, do you want to answer one more question or? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So infinite. I think I think it's quite timely as well. So infinite says, "What are your guys' takes on the new Black Widow set?" Um, as a big fan of Black Widow, as you all know, I can't get into movie cards and they look cheap. Cause we have talked about it recently, haven't we? Uh, I think in a previous episode, but it'd be good to recap maybe a little bit for newer guys. Welcome, Ash. Well, hey, Ash. How's it going? How's it going so, yeah, I think that people have a lot, of, a lot of trouble with, you know, taking a printed image from the movie and putting it on a card and... And it and and it looking cheap like that's a to me that's not good. Black Diamond gets away with it because of how it's exquisite they look, right? Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. No, by the way, next episode is going to be EPAC. <laughs> how to do EPAC? Yes, uh, we, we we the timing. <laughs> the timing may work out. We just keep thinking the next minute metal is going to come out. Oh yeah, god! True, true. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, you did say that. I'm so glad. Yeah. Yeah, I hope that happens sooner than later. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, Black, so did, did you say you were a Black Widow fan? Is that who no, said? Who? Infinite Collector yeah. is, a, is a Natasha and uh, ScarJo Scar fan. So. I think, yeah, when you look at scenes, like, I remember, I forgot what Avengers set it was, either Infinity War or Endgame. <laughs> they, were, they had base cards in there, um, and I forget what set it was, and they are gorgeous. They're foiled. They're translucent. They're like high quality. They look like they came off Stark's um, computer. Like they look super crisp and nice. And I was pretty surprised by that. So I do think that still cards are a little tough to get into. Um, Like when I look at Star Wars, Star Wars does it really well because they have cool variants and different colors and they did different textual stuff. You know what I mean? Like when Marvel Masterpieces 2020 did the Metallurgy, that was a big change up for masterpieces because textually we had something different because otherwise the card feels very straight similar even though there's just a change in foiling it feels very similar and i think that's what a lot of movie cards get lumped into now movie cards too are pretty amazing because of the autograph 
And I think that's the biggest drawback for me on Black Widow is that they don't have her autograph. And that's not Upper Deck's fault. That's the licensing and Marvel issue. But there are interesting things in this set. I just think that that's a big drawback for me. Like I just can't, you know what I mean? Like person, like and being, I'm a fan of Black Widow. I love the movie. She's an awesome character. One of the better characters in my opinion. And it's hard for me to get into this set because like I don't see that top tier thing well i mean it, they're releasing it like they are unbound you know one release a week car, cards numbered out into 99 um the are, are the, all the sketches epac achievements is that what i heard i don't know if that's so true. we'll we'll go there right now yes i believe they are so sketch card is the first 81 collectors to redeem base set high series tier one through four mm -hmm. a complete six card widowed by achievement set and the following insert sets family reunion grove trottering Red Guardian and Sisterhood will receive two randomly awarded original art. That top right achievements. Is, that top right is really nice. Beautiful pieces. Mm -hmm. That's going to be expensive, no? I mean, I, I, it's going to. It's very expensive to complete this. Very expensive to complete this. This is pretty special. And like again, like we were talking about to premiere to bring this full circle. <laughs> sketch cards are going to get harder and harder to get. Well, and to your point, you said earlier, how often do you get the name of the uh, of the character on the card? You got Black Widow and Black Widow. And it's a very nice design. It's one of the better ones they've done in recent mm -hmm. years. It doesn't take a lot of space. There's foiling on it, which is always nice. You got the Marvel MCU logo on top. I think it's very clean. You got a little but, uh, Black Widow dropping here. That's pretty yeah, cute. But I would think if I'm a Black Widow collector or a serious sketch card collector, I would just I would just save up the funds and buy the sketch that I want. Yes. Uh, the, my advice yeah, to anyone, like if you're marketing shopping this, like you're budget shopping this, because I know we don't like that B word here. Um, <laughs> right. Like for me, so much about this is if like if there was a, a Fantastic Four and Surfer was set was in here. Right. Mm -hmm. Would I try to build the set from every week to week? No, I wouldn't. Like if I have to be honest, I wouldn't. I would just hunt for it later uh, to get the achievement. Maybe I'd find some people who are doing it and be like, hey, yo, just give me one of the two you get and I'll pay you top dollar, you know, and just lock it down that way. And that you just have to be creative because I, I don't like the gambling aspect. I don't like the whole like format of the release of the set. It's fun. It's exciting. It's something you do week to week if you buy one pack or two, but it gets pretty disheartening if you don't get what you need at the end of it. And that's my opinion. That's just mm -hmm. me, me as me thinking that way. Totally. Yeah, but it's really nice. You do get many cards. It's not like Unbound where you don't get a lot of cards. Um, Tuesday, October fifth, already passed, so the first one already sold out. We're run for eighteen weeks, so you have seventeen more weeks of it. Um, you get you get four physical cards. Um, the first one is the base set, exclusive to that week. So week to week, you have an exclusive card from the base set that you get to help you get the full base. One, two, uh, physical base set SP cards exclusive that week. So one of two. So either one, you get a chance 50-50. One physical base set high series card, which is pretty interesting. And then one physical insert card. And the inserts they have is covert fragments. Now, this is kind of a big deal because this is memorabilia. I don't know if this will be screen used or screen sourced, which is a big difference. And we can one day have an episode on relic cards. You got the family reunion cards, which look really clean and crisp. Globe trotting, which is my like, because eh, yeah. you're just going around. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I I can see that in a full set being interesting, getting like the different set locations, 
but I don't know. It's so limited of a yeah, set. Yeah, I want a this piano seems... in my binder. Yeah, that is. See a what I mean? That's what it comes down to for me too. No, don't. Sisterhood. Scarlett Johansson. Give me another view of her. I, Scarlett Johansson plus um, um, Pew. Um, I forget her first name now. Um, I, I did yeah, that. Before. The other new black. Oh, she looks girl. like uh, yeah. she looks like Ronda Rousey's little sister. She's she's awesome. She makes if you got, have you guys haven't seen the movie, she made the movie. Um, By the way, the movie is now on Disney Plus. Yes. So if, you, if you've got Disney Plus subscription, you can watch it for free, man. Mm -hmm. It's really worth it's worth watching this movie. The movie's very it's it's solid. It's a clean yeah, it's movie. A good movie. It should be part of the MCU. It's a shame it came out so late. It's one of those films in the MCU wise is where it came out so much later. Like, you know, when she dies at the end of um Endgame, Black Widow. You're kind of like, okay, that's the end of the character, right? You don't get to like fully understand, like, yeah, this is kind of like a cheap send off type of thing, in my opinion. But if the movie came if this movie became came before Endgame, that that letting go of that character would make a lot of more sense. Um, Target Masters targets looks pretty cool, and we got Taskmaster as like an MCU character for the first time. Mm -hmm. So that's the rookie of that character, which is a pretty big deal because Taskmaster is probably. One of the biggest villains um, out there. Awesome, and they awesome. ruined it in that. They movie. did. Sorry, they did. No, you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. They they cheapened Taskmaster. They gave it this kind of like circumstantial origin for her. Yeah. And yeah. it felt very. It felt very much like a a phone in. The, the only yeah. hope is like there's a Taskmaster program, and they may be able to redo another task. You know, like make someone else Taskmaster. I mean, it would be cool if if. I, I can see Task Taskmaster is very much like what they so in the MCU they have a thing that they do where they go ahead and kind of bring up somebody and you're like oh okay this happened blah, blah. and then someone takes up the helm and you're That's like oh wait that. a minute yeah like a new right this is going to be like the Taskmaster like I can see them doing something like that which makes a lot more sense to me and a redesign of the outfit it's a great villain because they can actually mimic and they learn the skills and moves and traits of their adversary. You know, it felt very like Wolverine Origins kind of thing, right? Where they like did, you know what I mean? Like they did that whole like he's machinely engineered to do this, <laughs> right. and, it, you know? and it just felt kind of like eh, I don't know. Um, complexity wise and emotionally wise and story wise, what they talk about tons Black of Widow action. Tons is of action. very good and tons of action. All that story wise, scene at the dinner good. table, yeah, that was oh, awesome. it's great. That's the one I'm thinking about. Yeah. Um, the other cool thing, and the last thing before we kind of start wrapping it up, is the Widow's Bite Achievement printing plates. Now, this one's pretty interesting. The first 24 collectors to redeem a complete Widow's Bite Achievement set will receive one randomly awarded Widow's Bite Achievement printing plate. This is interesting, what they're showing here. I've never seen printing plates come out with this invert. Now, this is the CN. And this is very different from anything I've never no I've ever noticed before. You mean because these would be usually black, so they're white, but they're mm -hmm. textured. Do you see that honeycomb in there? Yeah, I'm just thinking that the uh, the black and the magenta would probably look really nice next to some other Black Widow cards. I just feel like it's gonna look cool. Like something seems special about these. I'm not sure what it is, but like these look very different than any. So that Black Widow hour, hourglass is a cool, you know. Great design. Yeah, layout. Great, yeah, design. Nice design. Great design. The card is beautiful. There are beautiful cards in here that are laid out quite lovely. Like, they're not bad laid out at all. They're, they're really not. A lot of them look really clean and nice. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Uh, yeah, Infinite, I hope that answers your question. I think that was yeah, nicely done, Sketch. 
very proud of you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know what you're talking about sometimes. Um, anyway, I can I read. That's been <laughs> another episode. I feel like I've uh, been rude to you today. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining the, the Marvel's Pack Fresh crew. And uh, yeah, see you in the next one, guys. Thank you for joining us. Have a good one, guys. Bye, everybody. Have a marvelous day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>